progress. All right, we're up to the Mishnah, the Avsamech Vav, Omer Aleph. A lot of these concepts we've had already, we'll run through it fairly quickly. The Mishnah said, Poischem b'yom toivim b'shavis, that uh, we've had this before, this is going back to the sugi of Neder Shotem Mekzaser Hotakulai, which means that if you have a neder that partially uh, becomes nullified, you partially uh, is nullified, the entire thing is nullified. So what happened was, a person made a neder that uh, he's not going to, let's say, drink wine the whole year. So you can give a Pesach for Shabbos and Yom because you tell the guy, had you known Shabbos and Yom Tif, you should drink wine, would you have made the neder? So he says no. So the neder, you are at a Pesach for partial of the neder. So fine. So you're mater a, a seventh of the neder, because every Shabbos you could drink wine. So says the Mishnah, Originally, they would say that when you're matter a nether partially, then only the part that you're matter is mutter, but the nether still stands. So, if let's say in this case you're matter in the nether for Shabbos and Yom Tif, so originally they felt that means that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're not allowed to drink wine, Shabbos you are. Until he taught that's not the halacha. Once a neder is partially nullified, the entire neder falls apart. What's an example of this? Of a neder So Amar Kainam, correct, an additional one. No, because we're going to clarify there are certain scenarios where it's not like that. So This was the sugi that we had earlier, that a person says there's a group of people and he says, that entire group is usher to me. Then he realizes that one of them is his brother. So, so once one is mutter, the entire group is mutter. But that's only because he said kulchem. So he made it all one, one uh, all or nothing, basically. But but let's say instead there's five people, and instead of saying kulchem, he said, you're also to me, you're also to me, you're also to me, you're also to me. You're also to me. So, and, and one of them it turns out to be his father. So he, he individualized each one. So then the halach is like this. The halach is that we look at those nadarim as like a, like a chain, that the ikr nether is on the first person, and then you're saying, same as second, same as third, same as fourth, same as fifth. So the halacha is, if you're mater one, does the nether fall apart? It depends. So hutter harishain, hutrikulan. If the first one is nullified, if the first one's the father, then the entire nether is nullified, because each one is an extension of the first. If the first is gone, all of them are gone. Hutter achrain, but if the last one is nullified, then achrain mutter vikulan esurin. Then the, only the last one is mutter and not the rest, because um, the first four are in independent. We look at them as because you individualize each one, they're all considered, uh, it's one neder, but it's extension of the first. So if the first one extends, the rest stand. If the first one doesn't, the rest don't. Now, the Mishnah then says another Chiddush, Shani carbon, carbon. Let's say you have five people, and instead of saying, you say, use the Lashon of carbon by each one. Then the Halach is, once you use the Lashon of carbon by each one, it's considered a separate nether. So the concept that nether shahutim ekzasi means that if you have a nether that's partially nullified, the entire thing is nullified, that's only true if it's one nether. But when you say lezek carbon, lezek carbon, lezek carbon, then it's three different nedarim. So the one that fell apart falls apart, but the other two are completely standing because they're completely separate nedarim. It's not that it's one nedar and contingent. It's completely separate parshias, legamri. Okay. If a person says that a wine that... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, it's going to be oh, a little bit. It's high yeah. It's okay. Kainim yayin shani toyim. If a person makes a nether that uh, a person makes a nether that he's not going to drink wine because, and he clarifies shayayin ra lemeim because he says that the wine is bad for his stomach. So then the halacha is amrulai. So fine. So he says he makes a nether that he says the wine is bad for him. So I'm not going to drink wine. So amrulai. They say to him haloi hamiushin yafalin ma'im. The bad old wine is good for the stomach. You said wine is bad for the stomach. There are certain types of wine. Older wine, aged wine, is good for the stomach. So the halacha is Once your mater neder, or in this case, you probably don't have to have Taras and it's a word of a toast. Once partial neder falls through aged wine, then all wine is allowed. Now, by the way, Gemara is just going to point out, he said that wine is bad, and they said that aged wine is good. It doesn't have to be that aged wine is good for you. The truth is, as long as aged wine is not bad, that would be the same halacha, but it's an added that the Gemara is just telling you, Agav, parenthetically, aged wine happens to be good for the stomach. Similarly, Kainim betzel shani toyim, betzel radlelev, the person says, I'm not going to eat onions because they're bad for the heart. And normally they said, Haloy ha kufri, kufri is a type of, a, a type of uh, onion. Yafalev, it's good for the heart. So hotebe kufri. So then that's automatic, automatically nullified for the for the kufri type of species because it was a toast. But and now that it's mutter shem Once it's mutter for one onion, it's mutter for all onions. And ma'isa And we had a ma'isa like this that Rav Meir in this exact scenario, Rav Meir allowed the person to eat all types of onions. Okay. So the Gemara said in the Mishnah, the Mishnah had said that if you say Carbon, lezek carbon, lezek carbon, just by saying the word carbon separately makes it separate nidarim. So the Gemara wants to know, who is the author of that Mishnah? That again, if you would, listen, if you were to, there are five people for you to say, I swear I'm not going to eat by you, carbon. And I say, I swear I'm not going to pay you carbon. Then obviously it's different nidarim. Over here you said, I'm not going to eat lezek carbon, lezek carbon, lezek carbon. So you just added the word carbon. Automatically saying the word carbon separates it into different nadarim. Who is the author of that? So the Gemara says, Amarava, Rav Shimonhi. It follows Rav Shimon, and if you look at Rashi, what is this referring to? Rashi says on the right side, Rav Shimon he did tanan It says in Mesecha Shavuos, You have five people. Right? If, if, if someone, if, if, if you left an object by me for me to watch, and then you want it back, and I say, I don't know what you're talking about, and I swear, and if I'm and I'm proven to be a liar, not only do I have to bring a carbon, I have to return the object plus a fifth. It's a penalty. It's called Shuas Hapikadon. So the case is you have five people all sitting in front of me, and they're all like, uh, that's my object. No, 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 I was the one who left it. So they're, all, so they're all claiming it, and I just swear falsely to all five. I lie to all of them. I don't know what you're talking about. So I lied to five individual people in one action. So Rav Shimon is, Rav Shimon says, Saying that to all five people is not enough. To be high for each one, you have to say a lushan of shvuah by each one. So the same way Rav Shimon is the one who holds that you have to say a lushan shvuah by each one to separate it, he's also the one that says that karbon is a separation regarding these halachas as well. It's a bit of a chiddush because you could have seen that they're separate sugyas, but the Gemara is equating the two, that if you if you require a separate lushan of shvuah to separate the shvuahs, so too over here by saying karbon is a separation regarding um regarding uh, the amount of nadarim it is. Okay, just to get to the Mishnah, I spoke this out when I read the Mishnah, we'll read it inside, that the person made an oath that he's not going to eat onions because they're bad for your heart. And then the the Mishnah said, yeah, but kufris are good for your heart. The truth is, the same exact halacha would apply if kufris were just not bad. 
right? I said I'm not going to eat onions because they're bad for me. They say, but the kufris are good for you. The same exact halacha would be true if the kufris were just not bad for me. It doesn't have to be that it's good for you. Like when you read the mission, it sounds like it has to be that the item is not only is it not bad, it's actually good for your heart. But that's not true. So the Gemara says, typically de ra. Why does it have to be that it's not that it's good for you? It just has to be not bad. So the Gemara says, Amr It's teaching you a side point that you should know these things are good for you. Similarly by the onions. Meaning, yes, it, it would be the exact same halacha if the onions were just not bad, but they happen to be good for you. So you walk away with a little knowledge that the kufri onions are good for you. Okay. New Mishnah. If a person, um, a form of Pesach would be to explain to the person that your own covet is being affected and your children's covet are being affected. Meaning, what's the case? Uh, the case is that a person made a nether which is forcing his wife to divorce him. Let's say he asked her re- relations with his wife, which is forcing a divorce. So, we said him, Would you realize that if you went, when he made the nether, which is causing the divorce to happen, did you realize that people are talking talking about you or will talk about you and they're going to say, um, Back then, divorce was very taboo. And it's uh, unfortunately it's becoming more common. But so the, 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 you say to the guy, you know, people are saying about you like he just divorces people. Like that's the type of husband he is. He just divorces his wife. People are saying that about you. Or albenesecha, or they're saying about your kids. You saying something must have been bad in the house for uh, getting divorced. I mean, it's the kid's fault. Meaning people are talking. It's affecting your reputation. Why is the mom getting divorced? I mean, what's going on? If the person says, had I known this, I wouldn't have made the nether. So that's, that's a legitimate Pesach. Okay. Now, this Mishnah we had already, but we'll, we had it yesterday, but I'll read it again. If a person makes a nether that he's not going to marry a certain woman because she is ugly, and it is not true, she is attractive. Meaning, so it's not that she became attractive, because that we're going to see. That pashtus, if you read the Mishnah, it would seem that if she is ugly, but then she goes for surgery, and, and she becomes attractive, that would actually be not grounds for Hatar Sadam, because that's noilet, because why would I think that someone would change? That would actually not be a good, good grounds for Hatar Sadam. The case is that she is. It's a false nether. Or... Shchaira, I think she is dark complexion, very Levona. I think she's Sfaradi, but she's Ashkenazi. Or Kitsara, I think she's short, very Arucha, but she's tall. Mutarba, these are the Nadarim fall apart. But Loy Mibne Shikuru Venasis, no. It's not because she changed, because change would actually not be acceptable. Shchaira Venasa Levana Kitsara Venasa Arucha, Elisha Nether Tos. It's a case where the Nether is Tos. Okay, meaning. But you see from here is that if a person makes a nether about a woman, she's unattractive, and then she becomes attractive. Like, she actually changes. That would not be a good grounds to remove the nether, and the nether's still intact. Maisa, the truth is there's a story. Now, this story seems to contradict what I just said. And the Gemara is going to address this. Maisa mibasa There was a person that was being pressured to marry his niece. He didn't want to make a nether. She's not going to marry her because she is unattractive. It's a very beautiful concept. They brought her to Rabbi Shemal. The Yifa, and Rabbi Shmuel helped her, paid for the surgery to make her more attractive. The Gemara is going to say what happened was she had missing a tooth, and he fixed the tooth, he paid for the tooth to, 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 have, to fix her teeth. So a change happened. So Amrle Rabbi Shmuel, B'nai Mizumi Darta, so Rabbi Shmuel goes to the person who made the nether, and he said, you didn't want to marry this girl? Why? What's wrong with her? So Amrle Lav, he says, no, I, that's good, we're good now. The Hitiro, so he was Mata Nether, which is the opposite of what I just said, because over here, it's not that it was a Nether Batos, it was a legitimate Nether, she just had surgery. And the Gemara is going to address this. 
Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, that moment Rabbi Shmuel used to cry. He said, The Jewish people are beautiful. It's just the poverty that affected him. I mean, meaning that, uh, and obviously on a deeper level, he was talking about Klai Yisrael as a whole. The Klai Yisrael as a whole is spiritually also. We're good people. It's just we're affected by uh, circumstance. This girl is an attractive girl, but she became poor. She lost her teeth. But deep down, she's uh, she started off beautiful and she got beautiful as well. So that's what Klai Yisrael. And when Rabbi Shmuel died, the Jewish women, because she, he was such a defender for the beauty of Klal Yisrael, they said a lamentation. That let the Jewish people, let the Jewish girls cry over Rabbi Shmuel. And a similar lashon was said by. By Shaul Amelach Bnei Yisrael Ashal Bechina, that the Jewish people, the the Bnei Yisrael will sing Kina on uh, on Shaul. So it's a beautiful concept. So let's let's start with the Gemara. Now I said before when you do the Mishnah that it's only a legitimate grounds for Ataris Nadarim if she was attractive at the time of the Nether, because it's a Nether Betos. But if she's unattractive and then she goes through surgery, that's not grounds for Ataris Nadarim because that's Noilid that that you didn't see that coming. Then the Mishnah brings an example of how Ravi Shmuel was not Matanether after performing surgery. So it's, it's, oh, so he disagrees, but usually you bring a halacha and then you bring a Misa. Usually the Misa is to back up the halacha, not to disagree. It's fair if he's disagreeing, but that's not the flow. So the Gemara says, Misa Lister. So the Gemara says, What Brass is, The truth is, Ravi Shmuel disagrees. And you got to add the words in. This is how you're supposed to read the Mishnah. Ravi Shmuel Oimer. Ravi Shmuel disagrees. He feels that this form of noilid, I guess he's mater neder by noilid, and he says even if she is unattractive and then she becomes attractive, that's also grounds to do ataris in the dharm. And Maisa, and I have a Maisa that backs it up, his disagreeing of the Tanakama. Okay, go to the next page. Tana, Shane Taitava, Haisala, she had, uh, she, she was missing a tooth. And Rav Yishmael made a Shein Taitava, a golden tooth. That was that was what he did. So by the way, so... so he, did offer, he did offer rationale for why... He did say it was because of the circumstances. It wasn't because... He wasn't born that way. True, but... He came that way. Oh, like, so you're no, saying that maybe it's not, it's, not, it's not that much of a noilud. Right. Okay, it's interesting. But still, so the I, fact that she would... The fact that she would change is the noilud. Meaning, I understand why she became ugly, but the fact that she would she would change her appearance, I think, is noilud because she couldn't afford it. Usually, if you're so poor that you lose your teeth, you're not going to be able to all of a sudden have have a corrective surgery. So Rabbi Shmuel gave her a, a golden tooth. He paid for it out of his own pocket. So by the way, so when I read this Gemara, I was just like, okay, I guess beauty was different back then. So I saw Rav Yaakov Emden, he tainas that... Um, it must have been that her entire mouth was golden teeth, and this fit in, so that it's not... Because a golden tooth amongst non-golden teeth is actually not attractive, ever. It was never attractive. So he said, so he said, so he said the entire mouth was gold, or he says when it says gold, it doesn't mean actual gold. It means he paid for it. It was like done. It was a prosthetic that was done like, like, like gold, gold level, gold level surgery. It, it wasn't actually gold. It was just means that he paid like he paid a lot of gold to have corrective surgery done. That's what Rabbi Yaakov Emden says. Kishacha Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shmuel died. There was a certain person who was paid to do eulogies, and he said as following: The daughters of Israel should weep over Rabbi Shmuel Hamalbishan because he clothed you, meaning he paid for this out of his own pocket to to have her to help her get married. So the Gemara says uh, some meisim. Um, let's just fear to the end of the daf. We'll just do. Uh, we'll just do some stories. So the Gemara says like this: This st- following stories 
are all describing cases where a person made a nether against his wife, and the only way to be mater nether was for her to do something not only embarrassing, but degrading to Rabbonim. And the question is, how should the Rabbanim respond? Because it's sort of like, you sort of see both sides. Like on the, other, on the one hand, it's, at this point, the nether's already made. It's um, shalom bias. And who cares about your covet if you could save a marriage? On the other hand, it's not a covetic for Torah. But on the other hand, it's already done. <laughs> like, you sort of see these both options. So the Gemara says, There's a man who said to his wife, You're cut off to me. Unless you give your food, you, you have to make a dinner and you have to feed Rav Yehuda and Rav Shimon. That's degrading to go into... You have to, you have to give a, you have to make cholent and you have to feed it to Rechaim Kanyaski. Like, okay, okay, so I'm going to show up to his house with some cholent and say, please eat my cholent. It's embarrassing for him, it's embarrassing for me. So the Gemara says, Rav Yudah Toim, Rav Yudah tasted the food, even though it was, it's, it's ridiculous to offer the G'dayli Yisrael. By the way, she probably also wasn't a good cook, that's probably how the argument developed. But Rav Yudah ate from the food. Amr Kavachamir Ayat's degrading. He said the following Kavachamir. Umalas is Shalom bin Ishla Ishtai Amr Taira, Shmish Nech the Bektushi Machlamai Marim, Besafik, Vani Alachas Kama Vakama, right? Every Saita, right? To clarify whether she's innocent or guilty. So potentially to save a marriage, we take Hashem's name and we erase it in the water. So if you're going to erase Hashem's name for Shalom Bayez, so you'll embarrass me. Again, also, the, the nether's already done. It's not, like, it's not like they're contemplating. It's already happened. The only option is. The, the, you either help him or not. Rav Shimon disagreed. Rav Shimon loitoim. Rav Shimon refused. He he felt that for kavra Torah, I'm not I'm not playing your game. He refused. And Omar he said, Yamusu kabenei alman. Let him die and let his children die. Val yazes Shimon kaimah. Shimon's not moving. Meaning, I shalom bias. Well, that's their problem. I, I represent Torah. I'm not playing this game. Also, I saw that the mashal says the mashal says they also could do atar sedarim. So Rav Shimon said, Why am I? Entertaining this when there's an option, I'm not, I'm, I'm not playing this game. And also, Rishim said, besides for the bizarre of Kavra Torah, it makes Nidarim much more lax in people's eyes that, they, that I'm entertaining this nether. I'm not doing that, I'm not playing this game. So, that was that story. The Gemara says, there's three more mice. There's a man who said to his wife, You're also to me unless you spit on Rishim Gamliel. Great. So, also, she came, Virokak Albushe, she sped on his clothing. It's, it kind of sounds like he was probably allowed it. There's a, there's a very famous story that Rameyer allowed someone to spit on his eye. It was a similar Misa, and Rameyer allowed her to spit on his eye. And he, he said to her that, I, I have an illness, and the only way it's better is if you spit on my eye, it's in order to allow her to do it without him being embarrassed. So Rav Shimon I probably let her and she spat on his clothing. The question is, when you make a nether that, you're, that the, the nether is only removed if you spit on the guy, do you mean clothing or skin? Clothing is not as degrading as skin. Spitting on someone's face is way worse than spitting on their sleeve. So he made a nether until, and the nether is only removed if she spits on Rav Shimon he, she spat on him, but on his clothing. So the Gemara wants to know, does that work? But isn't the whole point to embarrass Rishon Gamliel? And that only happens if you spit on the on 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 the skin, not on, not on the clothing. Spitting on Rishon Gamliel's clothing is pretty embarrassing. It's embarrassing for him. It's embarrassing for her. Like yes, you're right. Spitting on someone's face is way worse. But when you're spitting on the Golubi Israel, that's that's not great. It's not what you want. Um,
the next two stories, this stories, the next two stories are, are funny. They're cute. There's a certain man who said to his wife, he didn't find his wife attractive, as you'll see why. I'm sure there's, by the way, there's deeper explanation. I'm sure it's probably emotional. For Klaal Yisrael, let's just go with the Pashup shot. There was a certain person who didn't find his wife attractive, and he says, honestly. He said, You're also to me. Unless Rabbi can find something about you that's attractive, I'm out. Can find something that's about you that's beautiful. Now, obviously, first of all, it's not appropriate on many levels. Um, so Rabbi Shmuel Bar is forced with the situation. He's got to find something about attractive about this woman, but he's not going to start examining her. So they tell this to Rabbi Shmuel Bar So Rabbi Shmuel Bar without even seeing her, this is what he asks. He says, Amr Lam, he said to them, notice, not, not to the woman. He's not looking at a woman to see what's attractive. That's not, that's not what he's going to do. So he says to her, he's got to find something attractive. So he says, Shema Roshina, does she have a nice shaped head? So Amr Lai Sagalgal, it's round like a ball. Okay. Shema uh, Sirena, does she have nice hair? So Doi Melanitse Pishtun, it's like combed flax. Shema Ineha nice, does she have nice eyes? Truth is, and they're round. Okay. Shema is now nice. What about her ears? What the shape of her ears? It's a kafula saying they're double the size of normal people. Shema chaitmana. What about her nose? Klumu. It's actually squeezed closed. She has a medical condition that it's actually covered up with skin. Like from the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> what about her lips? It's obviously in the very thick. Shema tzavarana. What about her neck? Shakudu. It's very short. Shema krisana. I don't know. The, 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 the torso, it's tzava, it's bloated. Shemer glanois, what about her feet? Ruchovis kishalavza, they're white as like a goose. Okay. Shema uh, shmono, what about a nice name? She's got a nice name. Rachel Leah. Women's names are very beautiful. What about a nice name? Her name is Lachluchis. Lachluchis means a stain. Her name is a stain. So Amr Lahan, Yafen Karis Lachluchis, Shemuchlochis Bemamen. He says, that's beautiful. That name fits her beautifully. That's a great name for her. And that he was Mataneda. Right? He was supposed to sign something amazing about her. Her name fits her perfectly. She is stained. It's one and the same. It represents her essence. Yeah, her name represents her essence beautifully. So that was how he was Mataneda. So, yeah, yeah, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yaisi. He's fine. Listen, the, the good is that her name matches her perfectly. She is stained. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, last Maisa. Now, this Maisa, when I read it the first time, I thought it was funny. But I, I, the Masha kind of like, kind of ruined it by explaining why, what was happening. I like the first version of my head. I thought it was just for, funny. I'm going to tell you the story. I'll tell you the Pashup shot. You'll see why you think it's naturally funny. And then you'll see why the Masha changes it. Ahu Bar Bovel, the Salaklar de Yisrael, Nasavitisa. There was a Babylonian who went to Eretz Yisrael and got married. So Amrullah Bashili Tilfi, he says, Can you cook me a couple of lentils? The lentils are tiny. So she took what he said literally, Bashila Tilfi. She cooked two lentils. He asked for some lentils. Some is two. She made two lentils. She showed him. Yeah, so I, I thought this entire Gemara, she's constantly doing literally what he says. And I think it's kind of funny because she's... Yeah, yeah, she's just trying to anger him. Okay. I'll, I'll read the Gemara and I'll tell you what the Marsha says is going on. So, Bashila Tretilva, she cooked literally two lentils, which, by the way, is a hard thing to do. <laughs> Tiny little little thimble of boiling water. So, Rocha Salah, he gets angry with her. So, Maka Amrila, he says, so cook me a large amount of lentils. So, Bashila Grila, she cooked, she cooked like a bathtub's work of lentils. 
Okay. Amrla, uh, Zili Isley Tree Butsini. Can you get me two melons, please, from the store? Butsini are melons. So Azlev Aisile Trey Shargi, she brought two lamps because lamps are also called butsine. So she got two lamps for him. Omar Law, so he was angry because he thinks she's messing with him. So Zil Tavri Yasina Resha the Baba. Go break those lamps on the Baba. Baba is the doorway. So have Yasif Baba Ben Buta, Baba. So she goes to the doorway and the great Rav, Baba Ben Buta. Baba is a doorway. Baba Ben Buta is there. She says, okay, doing Dina. He's sitting giving uh, doing court case. So, her husband said, "Break the, break the, break the lamps on the head of Baba." So obviously he meant the doorway, but she She breaks the lamps on his head. So Amar La, my says, "What, what are you doing? Why are you breaking lamps over my head?" She said, "I'm just listening to my husband." Her husband said, "Break the lamps on Baba." So Omar, he was impressed. He said, That's how much you're trying to make him happy. You're trying to, you're so devoted to him. You should have children as great as Baba So I read the Gemara. I just thought she was trying to mess with her husband. Says the Marsha, if you read the first line of the story is that it was a Babylonian who moved to Eretz Yisrael. She legitimately was trying to do everything he said, but there was a language barrier. Everything he was saying, she just didn't understand. And she was literally, she was a committed wife trying desperately to make him happy. She just, it was just, Comedically, there was a miscommunication. She thought he literally meant two lentils. That's that's the end of that story. All right, so we'll stop there. The story is that the Rabbanim 